10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello dear, I'm Taylor, your podcaster to the right, my right, not yours, and this is Are We Friends? As I said before, I am your co-host Taylor. I am your co-co-host Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show variously themed throughout sitcoms of the 20th century where three boys who have interests that span over 10 years of friendship, which they go through one at a time to see if they are actually still friends or if it's just inertia. Much like that intro, we will also be talking about a cavalcade of generic overlapping which slowly falls apart. And that is, whoever's episode this is, what? It's 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 WandaVision. It's a group episode. It's like a... Oh, yeah. like that was a fucking mess. <laughs> Holy, yeah. it's, it's only like one or two things were out of place, yet they completely shattered the room. Like, Oh, yeah. Much like how much you like did that. WandaVision. It's true, babe. <laughs> Getting it right he, back he to WandaVision. Segway, just right, get out of this criticizing the intro and go to the top. <laughs> yes. So so much like season two of The Boys, we wanted to make sure that we, we, we honed in right when show that clearly falls within our domain comes out when a show you know so that's that's why we're we're doing wandavision right now we still haven't done any of our marvel episodes which we will do at some point but we just i just don't want to watch all the i mean i guess i am watching all the marvel movies again right now but i don't feel like doing the research for again how many Uh, times do you fucking watch these he's still in the it's only like my second time i'm doing the (laughs) I'm just sorry. I thought you had already it. like finished because you told us like a few months ago that you were working through yeah. them. I didn't realize you were still working through them. Uh, yeah, it was months ago. I took a break for December to do Christmas movies, and then I've just been. Yeah, bar- it's because I'm I'm putting Agents of Shield in there too, so it's gotcha. oh my god, a lot of interruptions. And I also I don't really watch TV alone ever. I don't like it. it makes me feel <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Depends. Sometimes I don't know this. This this show made me painfully aware of how much television I've watched uh, in my entire <laughs> oh, life. sure. And, and how often I have watched television and how often I have done nothing but watch just television. Just, just holds a mirror up to your face. Look at you, you fat sloth. What do you do about it? So, Taylor, you're probably the one who's most recently watched the most of the show. Do you yeah, want to do it? Can you give us a quick recap of what, what the premise here is? 100%. Watched the entire thing last night. Uh, and <laughs> here's what happened. Oh, also... We're, it's going to be lots of spoilers, probably. Just spoiler town immediately. To me, a big appeal of the show is like the mystery, not not knowing what's going on exactly. So it's a yeah. big like, don't don't get it spoiled. Just go just go watch it. You know, normal, it was normal. Thing. It was real nice to see it unfold um, yeah. and have that payoff really quickly. Um, it just heightened <laughs> it heightened my excitement. So, WandaVision is a strange journey through a couple of different genres of TV or different decades of TV sitcom where Wanda and Vision, who you might realize is dead, first spoiler, um, <laughs> well, it's not from, a spoiler if you watch yeah, from previous a year and a movies, half ago, yeah. <laughs> are happily married in a state of domestic and suburban bliss, uh, and yet real- there seems to be something wrong with the reality around them, mainly because it's in black and white. Um, slowly, this reality begins to crack, and we realize that the Scarlet Witch... Um, Wanda Maximov has recreated this set of like happy sitcom fun times uh, in a small hex around the town of Westview, New Jersey, which she has captured, um, altered the reality of and taken every physical alive resident there and cast in this 
carnival TV show reality that she's created. Imagine it's like Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, but Wanda is the weird guy at the beginning who sends them into that reality. (laughs) Is it Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Yeah. Uh, Dude, it's absolutely. I no, feel like it was Reese Witherspoon Reese or something like that. I'm going to look it up. Like... Oh, you know what? It is Reese yeah, Witherspoon. I'm right all the time. It is. Uh, no. Sorry, you were on team Kirsten Dunst. I would have I I s- known. I literally turned it and dropped and said, actually, I corrected myself. <laughs> I did a mid-sick U-turn into Correctville and you then mean, shot you, my way through. Yeah, You so drove to wrong town, got there, and then decided to turn to and the, head back. I literally so the statement, saw the sign I was of never wrong, wrong was literally wrong. It, <laughs> Yeah, but that's Fuck. like the first first of many things and not one that they were specifically referencing when we kind of jumped in mm-hmm. this and at the end of maybe the first or second episode where we see someone watching the television where WandaVision yeah. is being played like, oh shit, this is Pleasant Fellas Fuck. These are real people like instantly something like pinged in my brain like, oh shit, something's bad. Something's real bad here. This is not going to be. A fun thing. See, I, I, to, in my mind, it still could have been just a, a full illusion. What I loved was like it's in the first episode or two when Vision has his boss and his boss's wife over, uh, and they have that moment where they start panicking and like repeating the same thing. It all of a sudden gets very like horror feeling, yeah. you know. And yeah. I'm like, yes, give me more of the show. This is what I want. Oh, and I love it. They uh, switched the aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like a, a thing that they did a lot into great effect in this show. Whenever it was getting horrifying, just slowly expanding and then making into a wide shot like these these um, these moments. Like when Wanda is talking to Agent Romanov, not Romanov, uh, Russo. The Rambo. Hell is her? Rambo. Rambo. Thank you. Uh, Rambo, uh, when she like, who the hell are you? And the aspect ratio changes there. <laughs> and I think it also changes. I think it only changes when it's color television. But I thought it was a great effect. Mm-mm. Anyway, a couple of yeah, moments. In the, yeah, in where the it gets first horrifying. episode, it changes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was because it, it was like kind of it's, it's close to fourth wall breaking, but not really because it's all like in within the three walls. It's right? its like, own. Yeah, it's. It's fourth wall breaking, like of a show within a show, basically. Like, which is great because you you don't get all of like the cheapness and lack of quality from fourth wall breaking, and you still get some <laughs> of that very like dramatic effect when it's just like, are oh, you, there's like you, something like like reality bending going exactly. on. Exactly. You know? Are you talking about the changing of the aspect ratio as a form of fourth wall breaking? I'm talking about in general the fourth wall breaking that they do in the show. Multiple yeah. things that they do throughout the show. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was one of the things. So I, I'll confess it right off the bat. I love the first six episodes, and then I kind of petered out on the last. Three. I'm with you. Um, and when they were doing those. Uh, seeing the tension sort of begin to rise between cool. We have the, the Wanda verse that's happening. The um, like, obviously the nefarious thing that's happening there. And then seeing this reality break down while they're trying to maintain the genre conventions, like that tripartite tension was really nice. Like that was cool to see and how it changed between it was, you know, Dick Van Dyke and then bewitched. And then Mm -hmm. the Brady bunch while this is happening. And then Malcolm in the middle and modern family. <laughs> Those, I the love shows. the fucking intros they do for the, the intros were so for the all fucking choice, funny. I think objectively. Uh I the other thing for me was just like it 
fell outside of most genres. It just it just didn't feel like any TV show that you've watched before. You know, like it. Well, it, it just it felt very, like a lot of TV it, shows. In, I watched it, before. Say, <laughs> it felt like none of them because it was feeling like all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I just like never knew like I felt comfortable with being able to predict what was going to happen next at any given point. Oh, and, like, sure. Even the uh, it feeling like other shows, it would like it happened a lot towards the beginning, and with each episode, it got less and less how much time it spent feeling like that that decade, right? Like we saw yeah, more and more a little bit, yeah. Like, in it. And it's just very weird to have the juxtaposition between like specific genre sitcom and then full shield esque sword stuff going on. Um, it just it is really hard to wrap my head around. I don't know it had a very different vibe than than a lot of, than anything else I've watched. It- it's a similar reason that I like those first six episodes because yeah. it was so heavily stylized. Everything was like really intentional choices and it felt like it was a self-contained thing. Like we're doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be incredibly appealing to anyone on the planet who's going to watch this movie. Like this is a love letter specifically to the American sitcom for a 50 year period. And like, wow. Okay, cool. This is really, Oh, there we go. And then we start to kind of, when we sort of bring it back into the larger MCU towards the last three episodes, that's when they kind of lost me again. Like, oh, well, I thought we were really kind of pushing into something else here. And we just kind of made I mean, it I serve could... the MCU again. Brian, I feel like you want to say something about this. No, I, I completely understand that. I totally see where that comes from. And I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with it. I guess I just felt that the 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 when it was basically because this was the other thing they changed the aspect ratio it was and I fucking I lost it I was like you children don't deserve to talk on social media ever because people were like there's TV mode there's like the TV thing and then the Marvel movie thing and I'm like stop one they're called aspect <laughs> ratios and two that's not how that works it's not the marvel aspect ratio because it's a movie aspect ratio yeah like, kurosawa stop. used that goddamn aspect ratio <laughs> you fucking, asshole ah, but um well wait it, would, it, would they not have just been saying like the tv as in the tv in the show and marvel as in the universe outside of the tv show within they the show no. we're not talking about it that way i 100% know what you mean they were not saying that okay Sorry, editors. If I they tried were, to give you the benefit if the they doubt. were, that would have been fine. But they weren't, and they—you could feel that they weren't. Um, but in terms of like, I don't know. I guess I was in terms of this show. I also want to talk about expectations versus reality. But yeah. we can do about it later. But in terms of what you were talking about of like doing something new, like I loved all. I I thought it was really cool. I thought it was good and fun and interesting to do. And I also think that to a certain extent that will forever seep into the other stuff that is quote unquote in service of the greater MC. Like it was yeah. always going to be that. It can't Yeah. It can't not be that. Because even just apropos of nothing about the quality or content in this show, the fact that Marvel has said, Hey, you have a week off and then every week you're getting new Marvel content this year. For the entire year, every mm-hmm. Friday or every whatever it is, you there's a new piece of Marvel content to consume in the slop you pigs. Like, you know, that's <laughs> what they do. It's yeah. just their thing. So like I was kind of resigned when it was like I it felt like and they're not on the same level in terms of quality, but it kind of felt like 
how the ending of Get Out felt, where it just started utilizing its tropes yeah. more plainly and kind of yeah. lost, like, quote-unquote, lost its subversive or interesting aspects. But, like, I was still fine with it because the first two-thirds were all interesting new stuff that made the last third feel more... I don't know. It refreshing and or I don't know. Was, with, see, this, with, this is what I with disagree get out, with. With Get Out, I with each viewing, I've become more okay with that ending. But definitely mm-hmm. after the first watching, it was you feel I, that I, I spent a lot of time talking about how I felt about the ending, like because I liked the earlier part so much. Taylor, go ahead. Yeah, no, I um I think it's the frame in which I watched Get Out specifically because I, I was watching um for. What jo- I watched it in the context I wrote on it in grad school. Oh, okay, um, okay, and I wrote on it for, um, oh, what the hell is the name of the class? It's like Black American literature of the 20th century was okay. that, and that extended to like diasporic literature, which means like Caribbean, African continent, South American, like to anywhere that, um, gotcha. people, yeah, that um, the diaspora, and then uh, specifically like film. So I used like what the expectation is for a black man in a horror film. Um, and then like Jordan Peele really drawing a lot of visual attention to not how he is out of place, but at the same time surrounded by a lot of different visual cues of the horror genre. Sure. So when it finally culminates, I like it a lot that it culminates in sort of a, a classic way because what he's done is recast a lot of the parts of this horror film in an excellent way. So when it, when it culminates, um, like it's not not this genre of movie you know what I mean it's just bringing totally. attention and focus to different elements um, that it's are using... like against that are yeah. like you know um, like a, in other horror movies we want to preserve um, like hegemonic virtue you know like the final girl is always chased she's never you know the the one who has sex, she's she's always white, nice, and virtuous in some sort of way. And so when we recast that, it's kind of like a fun queer um, critique of what like hegemonic discourse wants of us. Anyway, whatever. Sure. I liked I liked uh, the. I I have simply out. no way to respond without doing a full get out episode no. right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's I why will, like I, I will just, completely. I'm I felt sorry, it. Gonna, I felt it. Like I'm wrapping it only, up. Like I, I will. Just I, I will. I will preface to say that the only reason I was bringing you up was because of more of their like timing and structure in terms of in their respective genres doing something different for a majority of it and then utilizing more of the classic things, even though get outs are done in a different way. And again, a whole different discussion, just that, that sort of thing for people's yeah. frame of reference to see like, cause that had negative. I mean, I know people who were like, yeah, most of get out is good. And then they don't like that other part. So when you said that, that's what I immediately thought of in terms of like, yeah, no, this I, return I to the normalcy sort of thing as yeah. being, a negative and, and i i, I definitely yeah, figured yeah. it was going to happen in wandavision um i saw it coming it up and everybody four. was yeah. everybody was getting pumped for like the last episode or two and i was like i can already yeah, see like it's time cool. it's time for me to hit the hit the road well, no i the, the difference else between... was pumped about it. everybody i was yeah. t- well because we were we talked about it at great length in our marvel strike force <laughs> alliance <laughs> discord <laughs> if you can believe it well, uh so they were what all I, very pumped. Yeah. Not- what what I meant, Brian, with the um, yeah. in service of something else, like Get Out is a single movie. Like it has sure, a beginning, yeah. middle, and end. Its and ending it has, is for itself. And its ending that's is all for it itself. Is. Yeah. Like there are there is a firm beginning and ending. Whereas like nothing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is allowed to exist on its own. There is no completion of story without something like ha ha ha. But wait, 
But wait, it's like they took the post credit scene and now, cool, we want that to be part of actually narrative structure of everything that's in the Marvel Universe. It's not allowed to be just by itself. It always is whatever's next on the calendar. So the first thing I did after I watched WandaVision is I looked at like the IMDb, what are the upcoming movies? Like, oh, cool, Doctor Strange movie right there, Multiverse of Madness, that's what we're going for right there. All right, see you then. Oh, wait, Miss Olsen, you're going to be in there? Cool, all right. Glad we know that we sure. took the ending right out from under this. But I'd for argue that, that, for that we, next thing. Well, wait. What do you mean when you say that? Because I, in in terms of like self-containing a story, sure, that's literally dead. If you watch any Marvel product ever, forever, it'll always be related. Like there will always be something else after it or before it, or in some way, one way or another. Even if characters go away or do something else or whatever. But the like the story did end yeah i thought you know, it was like, pretty like self-contained wandavision fully. has an ending very clearly that leaves our characters from one place to a different place yeah that's what i was i'm do you just mean in terms of like there was less of a finality that you hope for or what i i that yeah, was see, confused okay. by the ending part let's Sorry. take um the post post credit scene out right where we yes. see wanda in her little witch cabin yes um if you took that out i would agree with you more um, I would also agree that we could get Wanda from point A, which is the denial, which required like the creation of the hex, yeah. to point B, like to final resolution point B, where she is in some way okay with letting go yes. finally, like confronting grief. Except we don't actually get that with that last scene because we hear the children's voice in her head and we know that this is setting up only for the next thing. So she makes a character development only insofar as we can pull, we can do this again sometime later. Like this same conflict of for whatever reason, Wanda not being able to let go. I bet you dollars to donuts is what's going to show up in another Marvel movie. Um, Like it's going to be like her trying to find her kids in some multiverse thing because we didn't actually resolve this. We didn't actually move from point A to point B. We move from point A to kind of point B or point A in a different font at the end. But we can use this again. Or like point A2 sort of thing. Uh, To go along with some of what Brian is saying, I don't don't think like a a 30-second teaser at the end of the entire show changes the structure of of the show itself. Uh, Number two, I mean, I think it the conflicts may arise from her not wanting to let go but i do feel like they're not going to do she's so sad that she's not even like it's not going to be like her attacking herself in the same way she might be like more out like external about like the, the actions that she's taking from now on yeah i'm not and uh oh, the, the other thing was i i do want to be clear i really enjoyed watching this show oh i yeah. did Narr- <laughs> narrative wise i do not think it was like the creme de creme you know like, no. it's, it's 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 a marvel show it's, it's a, a marvel show. it's just fun like it's it's These a little are, bit of a mess. There's a, I, I will I can complain at, at length about a few things and that that is that is what I plan on doing here. That's yeah, how I, like I thought it was it. excellent, but not without its problems. I was gonna say I, one I, every superhero movie, but mostly Marvel movies because DC movies are fucking. You are lost. There's no you know turning back sort of thing until some. Why is everything fucking... blue and orange, but also so dark I can't see anything? Don't even worry about that. I'm gonna. You're gonna. <laughs> by the way, like on the. Our, whatever latest episode that comes out on like the twenty somethingth or whatever, or like maybe like April, I'm gonna you're gonna hear a notable change in my voice because at one of those points I'm gonna watch Zack Snyder's Justice League that's like four hours long, and I'm gonna be you're gonna hear, when you hear me mad for no reason whatsoever <laughs> when it's like hey we're doing an episode on pillows and how one and I'm just seething it's because I had watched that recently. Ooh, pillow but, episode. Uh, <laughs> 
adding it to the agenda. <laughs> There's a great musical. The, uh, no, that's the Pajama Factory. Oh, not never mind. <laughs> um, what are but, what are? Wait, no, those are pillowcases. Never mind. <laughs> Pillow pajamas. This <laughs> is what are what are pillows if not pajamas for pillows? And then Fuck. I heard it. You know? <laughs> um. Oh, it's, I grade these on a curve always. So that's all I was saying is just like, yeah, I think this rules, but also like. Yeah, I'm grading it on a curve. I'm not expecting, you know, fucking Ingmar Bergman levels of thoughtful discourse on anything. So when lines come up that are actually pretty good, I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, like, credit where credit's due, for I, I sure. Think, um, and that's, in terms of what I wanted to get to, I, it is one thing that I'm happy about at the end is because I want, like, Paul Bettany... It, if so good. if someone writes for him instead of just giving him four lines to do nothing, <laughs> um, he's he, a terrific he's, actor. I was gonna say he's actually kind of good at this acting thing. And like I remember my roommate and I were watching the first two episodes, and he just turns to me and he's like, "Just is Paul Benny the only person who knows what he's doing in this show?" <laughs> and I'm like, for the first like and for the first episode, I was like, "Yes, I'm I'm reasonably certain he's the only one who understands how to make this as funny as it's supposed to be. And then everyone, I, I think like Elizabeth Olsen, I love, I think she's Oh, great. this was an amazing role for her. But I like think just being able to act in like the yeah. different genres the whole way. Yeah, I, it was, it was terrific. I think her. from, I think the Dick Van Dyke one, I struggled with a little bit in terms of, it's I was like, like I it's think fine. it's intentionally flat. Yeah. But like from bewitched on, I was like, Oh, you're doing great. Excellent. Fucking no notes. This is awesome. What's, what's the name of the, uh, Catherine Hahn. Is that her name? Catherine. Yeah. Hahn. Who plays Agnes slash Agatha. Fuck. Yes, dude. Yeah, she's the, the best. Time. She uh, she has my favorite line in the entire the she entire has, show. She has my two favorite lines. Uh, <laughs> I bet okay, one of them is yours. Uh, let's see. So it's after the reveal, um, and if we do the song, it was Agatha all along. Yeah, At the very end, like, and I killed Sparky too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking <laughs> lost it. Like, yeah, I, dude, thought, that I thought that was so, that was so fucking, fucking funny. funny. It was like the same episode. It's when she's in her house. She says, "She says so." I can't remember what it is. She's like sitting on the couch when and when uh, when Scarlet Witch shows up. I can't fucking remember what the line was though. It was your other favorite line, and you can't. Re- yeah, all I know is I heard what? it, and I'm like, "That is my favorite line of oh. the TV show so far." And then, literally, like five minutes later, she killed the dog. She's like, "Oh, that's now my favorite that's line." Of the show. Okay, um, so one of the things that doesn't work for me is a particular ambiguity uh, with the Agatha character, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> Just Agatha, one? <laughs> uh, no, no, like, I mean, I told you, not without its problems, but this was a big one for me because we have... Is the reality of Westview breaking down because it's imperfect and immoral, or is it breaking down because... Agnes and Agatha is fucking with it because it's, at first no. it seems like it's breaking down. Like this is unsustainable. This is not going to work. You're going to run out of genres of TV. First of all, there's only so many decades of sitcoms. Um, and like, we get that, but then we have the Agatha, like Agnes to Agatha reveal. And like, it was Agatha all along. So like, wait, if it weren't for her being in there meddling with shit, is this going to work? No. So, so like, it, it kind of muddle that for me. It only doesn't work because, uh, Wanda is not learned enough yeah. in the arts to properly build the spell. She, she it, just screamed something out. That's what I, one of the things I want to talk about is Agatha at no point makes anything <laughs> actually worse for anyone except for Wanda. And in fact, is the reason why everybody gets out of the hex or else Wanda would have just happily ran everybody and herself into the ground. Not in a heroic way. No. 
Yeah. That is also... No, no. <laughs> That's kind of like, I was robbing the bank, which accidentally set off the sprinklers in the burning building next door. I'm not a hero. But, but I, no, I but just happened to save that lives. That is what but I also want to... I but it doesn't to... make the serial killer in Correct. the bank the hero either. <laughs> like, There's no hero. Yeah. That's, but that's also wanted to get what you did just to mention a little bit with what you're talking about in terms of an arc, uh, in terms of where the character left off is, I, I do think there is a change, and I think it is from grief-stricken hero to villain, <laughs> like not full-fledged or anything, but like she, she's okay. Elizabeth Olsen in her final costume is like, it, like it's a spicy meat. Oh my, like oh my god, like. <laughs> Oh my I, feelings everywhere! I was like, my blood pressure went up. Every it was great. It was a plus. Wasn't a hero. <laughs> like, can't stress it and enough. I, I feel like everybody like, loved the costume, and yeah. I really didn't care for it. I I, I love cool. that that Marvel has been switching over to like more realistic costumes and less comic booky costumes. You're, and yeah, that was like I her full like comic gonna, book costume. I feel like you're gonna hate the next phase then, oh no what what i like was nuts. like <laughs> when they had um rather than wearing the goofy crown yeah um like she does in the comics like it was part of that and the halloween episode thing. yeah like in the same way that the head of agatha's coven like her mother had a blue version yeah. of some yeah. sort of yeah, crown. yeah. i thought those way, were like, cool yeah and like dr strange has green shit you know doing his he thing. has the stuff on um, his hands the, typically the yeah, yeah like, he has a, yeah, adornments like, that are um yeah, it's nice. It's consistent. You know, it's Definitely. it's like a, a consistent aesthetic for what magic, which clearly is now like a way bigger thing in the MCU than it was before. Yeah, because um, remember, it was going to be. this this is the thing I loved yeah. about that was just like is all of this like stuff happening just leading to the Thanos stuff, right? You know, and it's just like space or Earth. That was basically it in terms of like gimmicks. You had like yeah. hard quasi-military propaganda and space and that was like it you had a couple fun little things and then space just, space was the magic of the then first. there's just one yeah. movie that's like yo magic is real like straight up real yeah. there's that whole line in thor where he's like well what you call magic we call science and stephen strange is like no 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 no. what you call magic is magic that's just what it is <laughs> i say words and things materialize yeah like no, i don't no, no, know you guys <laughs> you guys are illusionists i am a magician <laughs> In fact, the Sorcerer Supreme. But, I am the head magician in charge. But like, but like they did that movie, and then it was just like, oh, cool, that's weird. And then they moved on back to like finishing their Thanos storyline. And I know he was involved, but still, like, it was kind of just like, yeah, cool. There's magic. So everyone's like, yeah. hold, hold on a second. We oh, just unopened. We opened this book, and we're not going to yeah. read anymore. And they're like, now we're reading more. Things are that, things are going to get the line. Uh, that cued me on to like, oh, wait, it's Doctor Strange. When Catherine Hahn, when Agatha's going like, she, mm-hmm. the Scarlet Witch is not made, she is forged, and she shall be even stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. Like, oh, cool. You mean that thing they call Doctor Strange and there's a new uh, Doctor Strange movie coming out next year? Cool. Yeah. Can't wait to see this all come back. Nice. Uh, it's about to get way more evil before it gets any gooder, <laughs> by the way. Because like, you haven't seen it in the movies yet, but in the comic books, Doctor Strange like sometimes does his like non-denominational normal magic but often it is fully satanic it is usually he draws a crazy sigil on the ground and then he does like devil horn things and then he goes and talks to demons to acquire more power back in his head as he's calling upon the seven satans of satanic lord like this this is not a good man and he like says like no i'm not a good per i i'm literally i have to commune with demons in order to get these powers I do them because I have to. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, 
Yeah, I mean, Scarlet Witch. If you Witch, look at like the last person who had his job, Tilda Swinton, again, unfortunate casting, Tilda Swinton's oh, character yeah. was uh, just like, oh, cool. So you were like the biggest bastard. You you yeah, know, like you, you had, had to be like, a real The shipper. master you were serving was destroying the world and oh, still yeah. fuzzy on your motivation for working for him. Well, that was, that was great because she wasn't, it was weird because she wasn't like, it, I feel like master is a bit too uh, uh, harsh for her. She was basically siphoning gas from Dormammu. <laughs> like she was going, yeah. she was dipping Dormammu, a finger into right. the dark dimension and was like, this is really powerful stuff. I'm going to make this cool <laughs> thing that flips the world around. Fuck you, Mads Mikkelsen. And he's like, God fucking damn it, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like it, there's always been this darkness with, the magic that is in, I guess, the Marvel universe and now the MCU. Um, so to see where Wanda is at the end, that's one why I see that justification of an arc towards like basically somehow it. They took woman so crippled in her grief that she accidentally, you know, kidnaps a town and made her yeah like person who would actively do this and fucking like. I, Half of the thing. At the, I mean, probably at, only at, to help people, but but half the thing at the end credits made me like that. It made me nervous watching it because it wasn't like it wasn't like oh she's getting stronger, she's getting wiser. It's oh she's getting stronger. Like you know she's what I mean? Sitting like, there reading the dark hold. Oh but, uh, fuck! <laughs> I I was a little confused by that because I'm like I'm sitting there thinking about okay, so she's astral projecting. Yes. In which direction is she? Is she doing house chores? And she's like, "Oh, I could probably read the Darkhold at the same time." Or is she reading the Darkhold and is like, "Ooh, I didn't do the fucking dishes. Let me actually." It's feel just, like it it's, does not feel dramatic to me to do the dishes at the same time that you're reading the Darkhold. You know, like well, okay. oh no, it just it feels. I feel like you know, it's definitely <laughs> one of those things. Issue. Okay, you know what? She this was actually reading point. the washing dishes section of the Darkhold. <laughs> Yeah, like, all right, let's learn the Scourgeify spell right here, and just yeah, yeah. Th- no, that's an that's an excellent goddamn point. Why the f- no? Because she, okay, she's, practicing. she's having like a cup of tea or something. Yeah, she right? wasn't even washing dishes. She's yes. sitting out there looking out at the world, not doing anything with her time. So why right. did she need to astral project to do that? Why wouldn't she just sit there and read the dark? I world? mean, there's only oh, so she- much RAM, dude. What is she going to be learning? Tap dancing while she's also learning the forbidden arts of Satan's reality? Okay. Like y'all don't. <laughs> I feel like if she's drinking the tea, that must mean that the tea drinking one is the real one and the dark hold reading one. They're the the same one. (laughs) Oh, you think she she Well, there's a scene. I will also say this is because there is a scene in Doctor Strange that is exactly, he is asleep and he is astral projecting out to read all of the books he's not allowed to read. There's a whole, I remember there's a whole comedy bit in it where Wong, the librarian, is like, huh? And just like a hand will ask, like an astral projection hand comes in and like touches a book like right behind him and pulls it away because he's like, I gotta fucking read all this shit. So astral projection in this seems to basically allow you to double your productivity. Yeah, like, but see that in Doctor Strange it had an excellent purpose because he was able to sneak in to read the books and he got to do it while he was sleeping, dude, not just using his to, time for anything. Okay, good. they're just trying to put over how strong she's getting. I don't know what to tell you, man. This is like so. Why wouldn't they just have her do two magic things at once? Why is it drinking a cup of tea? It doesn't make any sense, Brian. You can't wanna, tell okay, me that it makes any they, sense. They're doing no, no, a bait it's like and there's switch. No, the just... logic, the, yeah, the logic of it's a cinematic if, logic. After you, it's a linear logic, right? Yeah, like, yeah it makes exactly. Makes sense if you go from A to B for the drama. Never look back right? to like, A. You, you are, yeah. Just because A to B works does not mean that B to A works. Or A and B seeing like at the same time is definitely imagine, not going to work. Imagine the reveal if they did the last shot went to Fred. <laughs> 
cool. She's, huh? All right. I don't know. Or even better, if we did this in the style of the, the the last Hulk movie that wasn't in the MCU, where there's so many like sliding panels of movie oh happening God. in that film. If they did that, like Wanda down here, bottom left, like zooming over and having a cup of tea, and then Wanda top right on the same one in like a red box is like reading the dark hold, and then a general is up here talking about something. <laughs> Just that. That That'd would be have been funny as shit to me. That would be great. I love that. That's. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh. Go ahead. No, you go. Okay. I have nothing. I, I was, I, well, I was gonna make it up when I spent, was my... That's perfectly fine. I do want to, um, because we were talking about like how we think Wanda kind of moved, maybe laterally or diagonally or some sort of thing that is it moved clearly. Like clearly, she changes over the story, but it's like how much does she change or like. Does it change to just like doing the same thing in a different way for a different reason? Um, yeah, not. I think like she does change for the purposes yeah. of like the Marvel TV show. She the we definitely understand ends, her change. Yeah, exactly. She ends somewhere else from where she begins. Whether that stays for the purposes of other movies, totally up in the air. Um, I did want to talk more about Vision because yes, he has. I kind of love his his arc slash character journey. Because yeah. he, it's just like he he starts off like totally into what's going on. There's no question of what's happening whatsoever, and he is he starts to kind of like okay, something's rotten in the state of Denmark, sort of situation. Mm -hmm. But like the more we hear about it, I like I loved this mystery for us is because we have no idea what happened at all for the start of this. We learn eventually how it started, but still like. That's like the end end. So we're on this thing with Vision because he's just like, I know I'm here and I know we live in Westview, but how did we get here? <laughs> and everyone's just like, anybody he does end up talking to by doing synthesoid magic, I'm going to say, because touching mind someone's head shit. and mind, having- Mind yeah, stone shit. It's basically yeah. mind stone shit. Um, and getting them like out of the, the hex, as it is called. Like- his clues for that are really great because he has to slowly learn, basically has to slowly rewatch all of the other movies in order to understand <laughs> like where his place is. But um, I, I don't know. I just really, I really enjoyed where vision went and how we actually got fucking time to talk to him. Like he's, yeah, yeah that was nice. Him it is and Wanda were criminally underutilized. Like they basically in all the other movies were like, yeah, let's just do this romance in the background. And it's like, well, yeah. wait, why? Okay. Like <laughs> this is something that Emily brought up while we were watching it. And like I I really agree with because they were criminally underfeatured that when they were trying to like not retcon but substantiate mm -hmm. like while they're in love on like episode 7 like I don't think you guys needed to do that. You guys pretty, you got, you had six episodes to show me like, no, no, they're in love, but this is a weird reality. And like, they are happily together and only if they could be together. And like, you don't need to somehow like make it like, yeah, but we also did that in the other movies. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't at all. Like, you don't need to go through this little memory <laughs> hole and try to say that this has been real the whole time. Like, no, we're, it's a new, it's allowed to be new. It's allowed to be a different thing. Like, for fuck's sake, guys. That, like, yeah, no, no, honestly, no. We knew what we were doing the whole time. Like, no, you didn't. No, you did not. Because this show was not in production 10 years ago when you introduced these characters. Like, honestly, go fuck yourself. It worked for me because the, the, the romance just kind of has already started at the beginning of Infinity War. 
they're yeah. already like together and dating and they are like we're fully in love and then yeah. she's devastated at the end you know when totally when he gets so i was already fully believing like yes they are they are like that they are one all works for me we get to see a little bit of the backstory in those flashbacks doesn't really matter to me that they clearly did not have it in the movies back then because that's they my with, it didn't go yeah. against any single other thing in those movies. Correct. It did, yeah. It did it, not retcon anything, you know? Yeah. That's why I was no. like, it, yeah, it's no. not a retcon, but it is what, what I don't like is like as an audience member, someone going like, but we, we actually were doing it the whole time. Like, no, yeah. you weren't. I've watched the movies. Everyone except for Captain Marvel, which of all movies not to have watched before watching goddamn WandaVision. Like, I've seen <laughs> them all. I oh. know that they were like, you told me, yeah, they're together, but we can't focus on that because we've got a million other fucking Thanos things to do right now. Like, cool. That's fine. Like, I just know that that's a fact. Like, it, it what you don't yeah. go back and pretend like it was a fleshed out thing. That's what you're doing right yeah. now. You're so, fleshing it out right now. I gotta, I gotta say, maybe it's from reading comic books, but yes, it, it is. It's always, it's Spoiler always, alert. we have, there's a big, like, we're all in this together feeling where it's like, hey, this will be really cool if you guys could just shut up for one second and pretend it was like this back then. Uh, Okay, that's, that's they, what, do that, they do it like, in the comic books because they don't flesh out literally anything. Like if you start reading them, you're yeah. just like, oh, these these things that are so cool that everybody talks about being so cool and awesome storylines are not really stories. They're like little blurbs, like statements from of fact. a larger story that must be somewhere out there that I can't find. Uh, yeah, for, for me, it was just like it was an unnecessary way to show that they're in love. Like, I'm sorry, you've been showing me. This whole time that they're in love. I'm not quite sure why we needed to sit down like, okay, now I'm going to tell you that in case you missed the last six episodes, these two people are yeah. and have been in love. And whatever you say, we're right. The I, House of Mouse is telling you it, that they were in love the whole time. It, How long were they in love? This show? Slap. No. The whole time. See, for me, that, showed you. that wasn't the only point of those scenes. Like, it, it fixed a lot. Like... I liked seeing in that gap because at the end of uh, Age of Ultron, we see Wanda's upset because Quicksilver has died. And then in the next movie, she's like, oh, forgot all about that scene. And there's a time gap. So, you know, Too it's like, OK, we can, we can war crime hand happen. wave it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but seeing that, it's like, OK, I I cannot. You show me now. She did grieve for a long time. And that does add yeah. something. And it does make things like more cohesive in my mind instead of before where I would have maybe complained about like, well, she forgot about her brother real fast, you know? Yeah. I was, when, when I bring, right. when I bring that up, I was more like, I, you know, like I'm not, I, I understand film language. I swear. Like I under, I'm like, cool. Yes. They're in love. It, for me, it was more like, well, Hey, like maybe it was just biased towards the characters. Cause I like them. But I'm like, Put them over in the movie. Like, give them give them an actual <laughs> set of dialogue instead of just Wanda touches Vision's weird human-y mind stone and then Proxima yeah. Midnight breaks through the window and beats the shit out of both of them until Captain America makes a super awesome entrance. But, like, don't worry about that. <laughs> like, th my point being, I that's why I liked this show so much is because we actually got scenes of them. Even the retcon one is perfectly fine. One, because it hasn't a cool line that no one everyone's gonna run into the fucking ground and I'm gonna be really annoyed because it was just oh, what love is it? It what, was, is grief, what is grief but love, love persevering. persevering it was a nice yeah. little monologue he like again Paul Bettany's pretty fucking good at it's, his acting thing. I think a lot of it's Paul Bettany yeah it was Paul Bettany gave <laughs> a lot of this socks instead of fucking uh, the writing standing on its own but that's fine I don't care um, no, the writing was great in a lot of other places. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's like blowing that line. It's to because pieces. Paul like, Bettany can say words. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they also English. 
they they gave him a bunch of those li- those types of lines. Just they were just shotgun blasting it, just My- seeing which one would be a winner. Because he he <laughs> yeah, starts it's, he it's starts free. peeling them off at the end when he's about <laughs> oh, to disappear. Yeah. I I read once that it was bad luck to say goodbye in the dark, <laughs> and like that you just want you just want Paul Bettany because he's got to act the fuck out of whatever the like tripe you're giving him now at this yeah. point. Like, yeah, that sticky note that you put on the script just before you gave it to Paul Bettany, sure, he's got to act that one too. The one know? I hated was he, when he's like, first I was this, and then I was this, and then I was um. Uh, um, I guess this. <laughs> like who t- knows what I'll who be? Knows what I'll be. In way- fact, I still don't know what I am now. It's like okay. too long and not cohesive. <laughs> it looks like he's just really... <laughs> so it's okay. like a real person making it up on the spot. Yeah, the, the part of the writing that was the only time that I like... My right head now. hit the back of the couch. I was so like, what the fuck? It's when we have vision one and vision no, two talking to, to each no, other. This is amazing. And... And then okay, for like there was there was such a roller coaster of what the fuck for me because it was like, are you? I am only conditionally the vision. You know, you know, expand on that. Like I love, okay. I love, but they're, you know? they're mid fight, and I love that he stops. He's like, wait, what? Hold on, I was like, what? yeah, yeah wait. he might oh? have said elaborate, but he might as well have said, wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> so it's like. And then he goes through the ship of Theseus, you know, and just like, you know, if you take it apart board by board and you know, all the boards have rotted. So I, you are the, all the timbers of the new ship of Theseus and I am the old timbers. And maybe the real ship of Theseus was the, friends we was the, the rock. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just because, okay, we've, this is such a cliche now, like the idea of the ship of Theseus as something like this in movies. Like, I feel like I've seen it a lot. Um, to the point where like John dies at the end, the movie and book can make the joke that they're referencing this with axe handles and penises. Um, it was, they did it to great effect. It was very funny in that book. It was very funny. But yeah, when they were just talking, <laughs> I could see it go way off the rails. And if it was anyone else but Paul Bettany saying something like maybe if neither of us are the ship of Theseus, I- it's the, the rot is the 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 rot so, is the real uh ship of theseus well, it, that, it, yeah, that yes. did not make any sense <laughs> whatever yeah. the, uh, it was absolute nonsense I, but it no. was it was it sucks because it's one of the only times that that line of philosophical thinking actually has place actually in the story too like it, it makes literally a plot yes. it makes sense to talk about it here and <laughs> this was not the way to do but, it no but i i see I know this isn't how I know obviously from what happens in the story and how everything goes that it was meant as like a shoot like it was meant as like this is for real like he is saying this logically and clearly in order to get this thing I I love it as a headcanon for him talking about him <laughs> making stuff on the spot like this vision being more because he's like yeah he's part of the mind stone that Wanda creates so he's I guess more human than he was before technically like you yeah, know, which one? Which one? Cries. Oh, colored vision. The the red and green. <laughs> Let's one. Not go with Sorry, colored and white vision, buddy. This is an old era of television to be slinging <laughs> words around, buddy. It's in the modern part. I didn't mean the one, uh, the red and green one from the Westview vision. The Lu- Westview yeah, vision. Westview vision. Not white vision. Don't not, like that. Not sword uh, vision. <laughs> sword vision. Um, but I love it as an idea of him just doing what he can to fuck with this dude's circuitry. Not to actually make a reasoned argument, but to simply Socratically muddy his waters to the point that he'll let him fuck with his head. Like, 
I know he I know he is trying to make it, but I I just love the idea of him like but I like oh so what's your goal to destroy the vision but you're my body and I'm not real and basically he's like wait hold who wait who's vision like well really you are vision and you have all of my stuff but you actually don't know about it but i know about it but i don't have all my stuff because i'm not in my body anymore because that's your body but really we're our same body so and i wanted him to like i really wanted it to be like austin powers levels of like like make the fembots fembots. head explode in terms of emily literally (laughs) said when they stopped the fight she goes oh fuck he's gonna paradox yeah like he's gonna paradox (laughs) called that shit a mile out it's both the austin powers scene with the fembots and it's the futurama scene with robot sano where they try to use a paradox to kill him Exactly. So um, funny. But I was also this. This brings me back to the end, and I know, like, again, they were just do. They were peeling off lines to be super great. I, when it was ending, I was like, wait a minute, why didn't Westview Vision just say, hey, by the way, my body is walking around with all my memories now, so it might just be me again. <laughs> Like I know, I, I, know I can't help but think it's like he just he wanted to focus on. He didn't really want her thinking about the other man. <laughs> oh, like he treated him. it like it was some. And he's like, no, that, don't fuck him. Well, he's like, he already that knows that something. They're gonna hang out after he's gone. He just doesn't want to yeah. think about it. <laughs> I was super worried that they were gonna take the rug out from underneath this, like a bit, like teaching Wanda to let go. Yeah, and they were gonna give her the crutch of like, well, you don't even have to let go because because we have Vision again, <laughs> yeah. so you don't have to grow as a character at all. And I was like, get that fucking tin yeah, can out of here. <laughs> we're trying to make some real goddamn growth happen. <laughs> See, I like that he's here because I'm like, cool. Yeah, Wanda can learn to let go, but I don't have to. I yeah. get to still yeah. have vision. I get more Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah. More, it's basically like, ooh, more for me. <laughs> yeah. Could it be absolutely criminal get, to get rid of Paul Bettany from this God, universe? Um, speaking of things that I like that they did with Wanda, I just wanted to throw a couple of these in really quick. Um, one thing one that I really liked and one thing that I really didn't like. Okay. The one thing that I really liked was that, like, unlike every other female character in the Marvel Universe, most of Wanda's... Uh, fights happen when she's like in sweats and sneakers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the last one, Emily pointed this out to me. Like, yeah, I'm glad that she's not in like you know a body piece. And yeah. then she, yeah, that's actually yeah. really fucking cool. And it's still so fucking cool. And it's not till the fight's done that she goes. And by the way, kablamo! There, <laughs> there you go, costume department. I also, you're welcome. I also, they did apparently. She complained before about her. Like, I I do like the change in the costume, even though it's still. Uh, bodysuit dress thing going on like there's a little bit more to it than the usual one but it's also apparently elizabeth olsen was like this cleavage is fucking annoying in this other like the wire and the like the way the dress for her previous scarlet witch costumes was just like hey there fellas and it's like can we knock this off and they're like yes we can knock this off and they did that a was the bit. first thing Emily said when she, she comes down in like the Scarlet Witch uniform. Emily's like, let me see that titty no. window. <laughs> just like before it all comes into focus. Oh, okay. it's like, just, not going to lie, Marvel. Just, your track record's not great. Like harassing her out the gate. Yeah. Like, just, oh my God. No, harassing the costume designers who are being told by the directors to put a goddamn titty window yeah. in that costume. I mean, let me see that titty window is harassing <laughs> pretty the woman. It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> um, Sorry. There was the thing you liked so and the thing what, you didn't um, like. So that was the thing I liked. 
uh, and I agree with Emily that you know having her fight in like jeans, sneakers, and sweats still like did not diminish how awesome like the last fight. Yeah, and was. her cooked up what hand. I, yeah, cooked up ham. What I didn't like is, uh, and another thing Emily pointed out, which I thought was oh, really well part, uh, Emily like, poignant. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Natasha Romanov. Yes. Um, Elizabeth, uh, Natasha Romanov, Wanda, Maximov, and there's one other character. Uh, oh, and Captain Marvel. A significant part of these three women in the MCU is their relationship to children. Um, the fact that Elizabeth Olsen can't have them or wants them with, uh, sorry, that Natasha Romanoff can't have them. Yeah, that's that was like good. a horrifying really thing. Bad. And what a what a devastating thing. And the only reason, only thing that could like shake a woman Um the first thing with ultimate cosmic power to change the reality is let's make a nuclear family where I can have children uh, on Elizabeth Olsen. And then like have to, I, I got to watch Captain Marvel, Captain, but there's something I, with a kid. There's something with a kid in that one too. She this, like co-parents a kid, right? Uh, I mean, her friend has a dude, kid that she likes, but she's very like, not like that. It's not like that. At okay. All. Also, then, yeah. spoiler alert. That's not alerts, good movie. So. Spoiler alert. That kid is... The uh, Rambo. woman is Monica Rambo. Rambo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I assume person. that's why you why you that, knew that yes. she had some sort of relationship with it. Yeah, that one oh, I did know. You were saying Captain Marvel, like I thought you were talking about Brie Larson. No, no, no. The movie. The movie. Yeah, okay, the gotcha. Movie, the movie. Captain Sorry. Marvel. I was like, has Captain some isn't relationship. Here. I don't know to... what you're talking about. Apparently. Yeah, 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 I'd say yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel yeah. No, 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 stretch, but like for sure with the, also the other two. yeah yeah the fact that just like yeah uh, women in the MCU have like for that shit. Fuck you, dude. What a fucking shitty thing to say. Oh, hey. Bruce Banner, I'm a monster because I fly into a rage and literally transform into a gamma irradiated monster <laughs> a that monster. causes that causes immeasurable damage to cities and people and everything. And then oh, Natasha Romanoff, I'm a monster not for my cold-hearted and borderline sociopathic ability to kill without remorse borderline. or any caution, but the fact that my womb doesn't work because <laughs> some bitches yep. in a red room did a thing like fuck you let's just the equivalency between an end of life scenario like on a special level and the fact that you know i'm like a lot of women yeah it's like like, it drives me insane come on so like it was just it was just another observation like a step forward and a step back at the same time yeah like how uh women are presented in heroic roles in the mcu i the pattern part of that is the thing where I'm like, yeah, that is a problem. Because if this on its own was the only one, I could be like, well, yeah. Because yeah, she's yeah, going for greed. Like, in story. And it's part right. of the convention yeah. of these things that she's but obsessed also, with. Like, but you know, I, yeah, when, yeah. when you look in the content, if you pull out the, the camera, you're like, hey, that's that's no good. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about, which is expectations versus reality with this show. Hey, fans. That's a nice theme of this show. Hey, hey fans. <laughs> Fucking cool it, okay? <laughs> fucking cool it. Y'all almost ruined my enjoyment of this show every fucking week going, hey, here's where this is, and here's this weird reference that isn't a reference at all that I'm making a reference to extrapolate my entire theory that actually the villain is blah, 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 and massive other thing, and blah, 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 and oh. that this is this. And I'm like, stop it. The Like, the only yeah, thing... Yeah, there was, there's a variety. Go ahead. There's multiple. And the one that has the most things in it that I get the most being upset about because I was kind of upset about it was the big fucking cameo in episodes five and six, which was Evan Peters as so Pietro Maximoff. Funny. 
because Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the Fox X-Men movies, which Disney now owns. Yeah. So people so were rightly going, oh my God, this is how they're getting this Quicksilver into which, the, D- the the MCU. <laughs> and that was the biggest potential thing where I, yes. where I stopped like being a negative Nancy. I'm like, I'll sit and see how this plays out. Yeah. This could be something big. Uh, but as like the episode started to go on a little bit, like, mm, nah, it's just an Easter egg. Exactly. That's for sure just an Easter egg. I, I, it drove me insane that they set up the set up the Ralph Boner joke <laughs> since episode yeah. one by constantly having Agnes Agatha talk about her husband, Ralph, who we never see, but we always see every other named character. That was set up way more, I felt like, <laughs> than the actual Agnes Agatha reveal. <laughs> Because it's just like, yeah, they do a song like it was Agatha all along and we have to like show new things about how she was <laughs> fucking with shit. Like, see, you know, like really, I know we yeah. used 22 I minutes, but like she all was the no, well, She did, she did, but it was like we have to show behind the scenes versus like the Ralph Boner joke. Like it's right there. It was there for you to know the entire time. Yes, I will say there's other stuff that she did to signify that all was not yeah. well in the it was clear, kingdom but, but i get your point. <laughs> i love that she she only caused i'm thinking about now the only conflict that she causes is the within sitcom conflicts like the small fake ones we don't care about those are the only ones she contributes to until the end yeah all the real yeah. conflict about like the her, actual show itself is is wanda not her Agatha. biggest thing her biggest one is killing the dog well sure but stealing her children. Oh, what I was going to say was in terms of oh, sorry, in terms of a non sitcom issue mm-hmm. is breaking the fourth wall at that one point in the seventies episode oh, where they scary. stop and she goes like Wanda and Vision stop because they get confused I think by what something said like they kind of yeah. like pause and then she stops and she's like oh we're on like they they fucked up and then she goes do you want to do it again do you want me to take mm-hmm. that line again and then they're like what those moments i thought were always so so good those are great there's like there's like the modern family one where she's doing the talking head (laughs) and then and then agatha talks back to her and like there's just it's unnerving like it's very scary i think i fucking love that the one the one that is it's kind of that but just the one comedic one i love is paul bettany sitting by the truck which they have completely stopped and put a director's chair out and he goes so why am i here talking (laughs) am i sitting what am i doing like that was great i don't know um there was a fun um okay so the way they transition out of that bit when he flies up is they have to smash cut to him back in the car also flying up into like a sort of like a conventional thing like cool this is literally a representation of mind breaking fourth wall to camera and we show it in like uh an interview style camera but in order for this to work in the real space, we do have to smash cut to him actually flying Physically up, not phasing. just in the mind space <laughs> flying up like it was. It was one of those awkward things like, oh, not going to lie, you totally disambiguated what yeah, um, was awesome. what interview yeah, is like- <laughs> in sitcoms. Like, oh, all right, I get that now, yeah. like entirely. It, it was really cool. I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> just his they- fucking reaction. <laughs> I love that, like, just... Because the the rules don't always like it's not clear exactly how things would work. Some people start doing really stupid things. I thought like the sword trying to put the tank into the hex 
they're like, oh, sweet, we got this. We'll just use a tank. It's like, you guys don't seem to understand <laughs> I think you guys what's going it. on here. Like, why do you think just getting a bigger thing and ramming it harder into the hex is going to work? Like, it's not that like was it's keeping things, things out, right? Like, it's just turning them. Oh, man. That was, that was yeah, one of those, like, oh, no, we're still in Marvel. Like, we got to. And I, I do appreciate that. Let's just militarize this. What didn't work? You know, yeah. like. Okay, thank you for this not being the solution. Because, like, how expensive was that? And those are taxpayer dollars because maybe sword's a private thing, but that lady was military. That was your money that got turned into, like, a 1980s Chevy. I was going to say. Kind of. Um, I will brief shout-outs to uh, uh, Randall Park as Jimmy Woo. Uh, So good. So Kat Dennings as Darcy finally getting something to do do instead of just make quips and mispronounce Mjolnir in the fucking Thor movies. So that's good. Honestly, the Mjolnir thing is the best thing. She does never cared about cat dating or wow. All right. That's fair. Um, it's completely reasonable. Um, I'm always a champ of just giving characters more time. So like Jimmy, first of all, Jimmy Woo's fucking so good. He has a character magic thing from at man, man to this where he learned close up magic. So yeah, and I feel like a lot of that was Randall Park's performance cups. because he does the, you know, like he pulls the card out, yeah. which is the same trick that Paul Rudd. Yeah. He asks, "What is he... Ant Man's character's yeah. name?" Scott uh, Lang. Scott Lang. Scott Lang shows him like, "Show me, yeah, show me like, the trick." Me like, no, you have to learn it. Like, and then he does like flourish. Yeah, because you know, like... he's been watching WandaVision. <laughs> like, he just like, thank you, Randall Park, for acting your ass just... off and like giving Jimmy Woo someone a really adorable character Some... arc in the background. Dude, someone fucking recommended. They're just like, why doesn't Jimmy Woo Randall Park like just have a show of Jimmy Woo doing a fun MCU X Files? Like, why can't that be a series of shorts? So and it's like, yes, that would be hundred percent so good. Like, because you know the difference between X Files and Jimmy Woo doing it is Jimmy Woo's not an asshole, <laughs> so it would be actually like a lot of fun to see him investigate shit. Dude, Jimmy Woo is the new Phil Coulson. I I said it about Luis before, but I I think it's really Jimmy Woo. It's hell Jimmy yeah. Woo. It's, it is a wow. Are you so correct? Yeah. Um, I also like I am an unabashed fan of Randall Park in general. Yeah. Like I listen to a lot of his hip hop. Um he had a group called The Bookends and in that movie Always Be My Babe, Always Be My Maybe, mm-hmm. he does three songs with a fictional band and that's, that's the right. entire soundtrack and I listen oh, to that soundtrack yes. a lot. Like I'm just a an unironic fan of Randall that's Park's music. Fucking rad. That's super yeah, it's great. cool. Uh, uh, going back to uh, something you were talking about before, Brian, with the expectations for like yes. what was going to happen. I mean, the other obvious one was uh, Mephisto, and that was totally reasonable until it started becoming like it's just not going to happen, y'all. It's okay, like it's not going to be the devil. I mean, yes, it Mephisto? was. He's, he's, one, it's, it's like Mephistopheles. It's basically. the devil. There's nothing oh, okay. else. Cool. It's just the equivalent, Marvel's equivalent of the devil. Like, yeah, yeah. that's what. It is. All right, and cool. Agatha like does normally work for him, I think, in some regard. She's a cool gotcha. witch, and he's the devil. Yeah, yeah, like they hang out. You know, they they have the same circle sort of thing. Um, yeah, I but did, the see, the, the thing one with him. This is what I'm saying. Is the thing with him is, I would have to go back and look at the veracity of the evidence because this it felt very English paper theory, where mm-hmm. it's like I want this to be how Catcher in the Rye is read, and it's like, well, pull evidence, and they're like, well, uh, well, Holden. Holden says, okay, I'm good. And that was a classic line of this. Like, no, that, no. Okay, but they were, they were the 
Mephistopheles was big back in episode like one or two when it's like ah. let's let's lay let's like just scatter stuff. What do, what do we got here, y'all? What do I we got? See. And that was just like one of the things I was throwing around. And it was later on when people were still holding on to the Mephistopheles That's line, the people were like, "You're stupid. Stop it. It's, it's over. It's not. Ha- it didn't happen. <laughs> it's over." But the one I wanted to call out was. Um, uh, Rambo mentions that she has an engineer oh. uh, contact that they're gonna go see, and people were like, "You guys, it, you guys, it's gonna be Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, you're out of your mind. mind if you think they're just gonna drop they Reed bought Richards it and like what a I think week ago. <laughs> what I think Equivalent is gonna off. happen though is something with Scarlet Witch in the CMBR that back cosmic background radiation that's the same shit that gives the fantastic four it's their powers when they're lines. in oh, they're space. definitely so coming. I'm wondering if yeah if that's how they're going to get them in the MCU like Wanda does some CMBR thing and then like they happen to be in space unprotected at the same time bada bing we've got the thing the human torch sue storm and reed richards there was i think they're ju- i to be honest i i don't think they're gonna retcon too much i think they're just gonna give them a, so a raw dog full origin story. like they might do it in a time frame that like i guess fits in or which usually just fucks everything up anyway see spider-man homecoming completely shattering the <laughs> time frame of when all this shit happens um but yeah, I, you know, I'm happy with it because I love Spider-Man Home. No, to, it, it's nothing about, nothing about the quality. It's just about how much <laughs> Sony and Disney didn't fucking talk to each other about that. But doesn't matter. Um, the thing with them is... Oh, the, the one reference that I gave lent credence to was like when they talked about the blip when everybody came back, they were like, S.W.O.R.D. was like, half of our people are st- from space are still missing. And I'm like, oh, well, there we that's go. That's interesting. Like, Those... that's something. Um, but I feel like that'll be used for something else instead of, or it'll just a fucking throwaway. Yeah, it could line. be. Like... Yeah, exactly. Like that's where I'm, that's where I'm like, yeah, I can see something being touched in the future. But this is what I was gonna like. Y'all need to cool it. They have a bunch more movies for to milk you with. Like, there's no, there's so many more teats to grab onto. They're not gonna shoot them all in Wandavision for an eight for a nine episode arc to be like. Here's Fantastic Four. Here's Mephisto. Here's X Men. Fucking blah 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 blah. Like you're not well, getting fair, the all idea these was wads on your one, face. You know, they were pulling Everyone's... each teat, hoping to get one <laughs> one squirt one from somewhere. No yeah, uh, that's, so, I don't know. There's that's just the thing that the rubs Marvel me the wrong cow. way about the rubs me the wrong way about the MCU because like everything before Infinity War. Like, it felt like a culmination. Like, I grew totally. up with, you know, 2008 was the first year we were in high school. Like, uh, the end of the first year I was in high oh, school. Was like, um, yeah, you guys were sophomores. So, like, I grew up, like, older childhood into adult, like, young adulthood. I watched the entire MCU kind of, like, develop and become this phenomena, And it's awesome. And we had this capstone. And, like, oh, Infinity War doesn't really work as a movie because it's only, like, the top piece of the pyramid of all of these other movies which are individually square bricks you know and then when i realized like oh they're never gonna stop like there's never gonna why be resolution because money like why would they ever stop like oh because this isn't actually the thing that i wanted it to be which was like a cool multi-movie you know like storytelling time that everyone can involve it's just but money I, it's just no, money no, and but just I mean, keep pulling I, just, it. I mean for sure from them from them they're for sure doing it for money, oh, but for, it doesn't bother always. me because it's it's coming off of comic books where it is. This goes on forever, and we have like really big events, and then we just kind of restart back from the top, and it's 
we kind of rehash a lot of the same stuff and like See, for comic book nerds we just i just love this kind of shit you know Let's just keep doing it over and over again who cares i will watch something about the scale is grotesque because like comic books were never as big as the mcu they're like, it's, always it's, bigger this, what are you talking about Oh, in terms of money, talking about two different in terms of money, in terms of money, like, like scale, the MCU is like those are like when an MCU comes out, that is the like best-selling piece of media in almost every country, like yeah. that it comes out in. I don't, I don't you know, concern like, myself the with the is, with the external when I'm watching the the movie. Then though. you're not. I didn't either, and that, but unfortunately, like it's like with the House of Mouse, dude. I can't, like, I can't just sit and enjoy this shit anymore because it's like cool. 50% of all movies in this country are made or come out of the house of mouse now. And like, this is too much. It's like, it's gross. And I can see it because all the movies have to appeal to everybody. So we can't make any choices. Yes. You, you are correct that you can't just pull at that thread a little bit though. That, that goes into so many different areas and ruins so many different experiences and like affects yeah. everything that we do and talk about. I'm, I'm with you that. We Absolutely. Do. I it's am against just, this stuff, but like, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, the strain is everywhere, but this is, like, a whole fucking quilt. Like, it's just, it's it's the scale again. Why, like, the stories in comic books kind of, like, growing and culminating and then kind of restarting, like, that's fine. That's, like, sort of part of what the comic book, like, genre is. Like, these cool superhero events that happen. Like, cool, but what if we did it this way this time? That's awesome. Because it's not on the scale of insane money-making multinational entity. Mm-hmm. As like Fox, Disney, whatever the fuck else they own now, and it's just like cool. I'm never really gonna see something that's gonna compel me again out of this, am I? I'm gonna see something that I'm gonna sit and enjoy, but I'm not gonna like be moved I, in a big way by. I Disney think that's anymore. a pretty extreme stance to take. I okay. I don't think I don't think it's extreme because I went into Wandavision in the first six episodes. Like I like this. Like I'm I'm having a good time. Like I I like the style that this is going to. This is really surprising. Oh nope, just setting up the next thing. I, cool. Like took me right out of this it again. Is, again, I will always use this quote because it is so fucking satisfying to be you know watch them fucking choke on their own words, even though they <laughs> they choke with all their hundred dollar fucking million dollar bills, but. Disney, Michael Eisner in the 80s, when he was, I believe he was CEO of Paramount at the time, but he might have been in charge of Disney at that point. But his ethos was, we have no obligation to make art. We have no obligation to make history. We have no obligation to win awards. We have no obligation to do anything monumental. We have an obligation to make money. If in that pursuit, we happen to make art or make history or make something of substantial cultural value, that is great. But like, and that was Bob Iger's, he was the protege, uh, Bob Iger was Michael Eisner's protege who took over for him as CEO. And then I believe another Bob has taken over now who worked with Bob Iger for fucking years. <laughs> so Disney makes money. For sure. They have, yeah. Like no, Taylor is 100% right in that the yes. ethos about it is there. The yes. one thing I will say is they need to... Whoever, uh, Kevin Feige needs to fucking take his own fucking life by the balls and just be like, <laughs> hey, don't stop hiring any fucking work for hire directors. I don't, fuck, no, any journeyman, f- no, fuck you, die. Go die in a hole. Hire James Gunn's, hire Sam Raimi's, hire more of yes, those dude. so that at least you get a flavor to my gruel. Like... I was like Edgar Wright was going to direct Ant Man was going to do Ant Man and then they left for creative. And then they're like, oh no no no, you want you want to do too many things that are yeah. like a choice that would make this somehow exactly. unique that would somehow make this like question and maybe not entirely and 
ubiquitously accessible to anyone who can purchase a yeah. ticket or have someone purchase a ticket to them. And Edgar Wright's like, no, I direct movies. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're hot fuzzes and sometimes they're baby drivers. <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's, but there's something. Yeah. They're mine. It's just like, like they're, Oh things. yeah. But that's a, that whole artistic thing. That's an X factor that doesn't quite, you can't put that on the ledger. So, uh, um, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why I'm like, and, and maybe you just need to pick people who are fucking untouchable. Like, a James Gunn now I mean especially they won't or Sam yeah, Raimi because I mean, they can't like, control I, I think the implication that James Gunn has no artistic value is a little severe no 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 I'm, that they're untouchable like James Gunn oh he like, absolutely has, has artistic value he's the only person he made Guardians of the Galaxy have characters that go I know I'm, I'm with stuff. you yeah oh, totally yeah I'm, re- I'm, I'm, and, I'm re- referencing Taylor's statement earlier when he was bashing on Marvel directors no, 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 no artistic value. What I'm saying is like this artistic value is significant enough that it is a noticeable variable between like this will make money no matter what because Marvel is attached to it versus like Marvel is attached to it, but it might be too different. It's not going to be the most successful thing of the year and that's unacceptable. So like any level of artistic which creates an X factor in the ledger has to go. So like you I can have artistic vision, but it has to be artistic vision which can be expressed within four corners. The four corners being men and women above twenty five, boys and girls below twenty five. We 25. go over four corners at one point. Yep, yes, we did. I feel like we did. Yes. Um, no, I don't. I don't go into a Marvel movie looking for the the height of of artistic it, class. But it, I know it's just it's making me cynical. Like because I, I like I want totally. to enjoy these so. You're turning bad, into Scorsese, who is correct, but is people get mad at him because he says they're fucking firework shows and they're not cinema, and it's like. He kind of he's right, yeah, so I don't know what to sn- tell like, you. I'm like, really like I haven't made. I'm trying not to make any sort of diminishing snobbish remarks because I'm going into these each you, time. Like I want to be, I want to be entertained. I want to think about stuff. Yeah. Like I want to yeah. have, I want to have fun with it. And I always start off, and then it always like something just gets pulled out. Yeah, no, I'm, there, I'm, so I'm like, ugh. I'm mainly giving you a hard time because you said I will never be compelled by these <laughs> again, and like, it just seemed like an extreme statement <laughs> to me. So. Oh no, no, it's just like it's the feeling that's creeping on me right ah. now because like like yeah. oh cool. All right, we're just I do, setting it up like if even I, this I know where this yeah. story is going to go and the story is going to go in a profit-making direction. Sure. Yeah, it's whatever. Yes. I mean, if yeah. when you when you pull that string, you can you can make a lot of things you, you you not seem very bad. You can show them to the nasty parts of them very easily <laughs> when you pull that string. For sure. This is when you get into Czechoslovakian new wave cinema, because like at this point, there's nothing for you in a like. There's no anything that comes out in a theater. You're basically like, no fucking What's garbage like, capitalist trash. Give me something awesome. Like, yeah. give me trash year, I, or something. I, um, <laughs> I started uh, my journey through the Criterion yeah. collection, and it wasn't supposed to be like I don't. I still don't really know what like what the fucking criteria. There is, is no cr- criteria, criteria for that collection. Yeah. But their their thing, because like you know, like Night of the Living Dead is in there, and a whole bunch of movies that you wouldn't it's think it's public domain, like but also yeah, like what <laughs> snobs would say, like oh, this is the best oh, you know no. of the art of movies. But like I like their thing about it. It's like no, for what this movie is, it's the best one. You know, like oh, for what yeah. Night of the Living Dead was it's in its time, in its context, <laughs> it is the best one. And like fucking Twelve Angry Men's in there, and I watched that. Yeah, this movie, like the reason that we have the shit like SVU and the character Jimmy Woo as a compelling trope is because we got into courtroom drama largely because of this movie and Agatha Christie and like oh cool 
And I really like watching those. Like, this is a fucking 75-year-old movie with a bunch of white dudes, and I'm having, like, a more compelling time watching that than the last episode of WandaVision. Maybe maybe review that statement. (laughs) No, that's why I'm saying, like, it's surprising, like, in spite of all those things which should be wrong and should dated and antiquated make me, like, uh, I don't know about that. Like, Henry Fonda's still a lot more appealing than some of the stuff. Like, he's got better lines than they gave Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany's a better actor. I, I was also but, I was also just gonna say like you know movies can be problematic and awesome because those aren't mutually exclusive things. You can make a very compelling thing that happens to be have really racist or like I Silence of the Lambs is the easiest example because it's also aware of its problems in it and it tries very hard to say hold on a second this might be an issue for trans folks. Like that movie is terribly transphobic in its messaging and coding right like it's just awful it's very bad but it very clearly is like good it's a really entertaining good visually engaging movie those can be together and those aren't mutually exclusive um but WandaVision huge, is neither of those. Pandora's. No, it's yeah. neither of those. <laughs> yeah. Easy pill know, to swallow like, over there. Huge Pandora's this... box that we're on the precipice oh, of. Let's let's uh yeah. let's move on. Do we wanna do are we ready to are we ready to go? I think at this point, if we don't go, I'm gonna start <laughs> referencing movies that people are gonna be like, wait, I what is that? And I'm gonna be like, yeah, I don't even know we, at this point. We dive into the whole criterion collection and <laughs> Whether or not these things, thousands. That's what we say. We could never do an episode yeah. of that because it would just be like it would be the, it would be the rest of our podcast. It would just be every episode's a new movie in the collection. Ooh, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> you 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 go for it's that. Like two thousand. So, Taylor movies. and I solo I, project over here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, go go for it, y'all. But sorry, on the topic of Wandavision, are we friends? I will say yes on WandaVision. It seems like there's a lot more to hash out about MCU in general, but for the most part, it seemed like we were were following the same lines of thought in WandaVision. It was the commercials. That's what made me fall in love with all of it. Those two commercial people and the biggest mystery of all is we still don't know who the commercial people are. Oh, Loved it. Good call. Loved it. Thought it like again, like I had a good time watching this. Same, I was same. just like let down at the end. Okay, I I wasn't let down because I knew where it was. Go- I knew that <laughs> you already it was knew the destination. Like that, so. <laughs> I I hoped it wasn't like I do. I just go into each one like maybe this no. time. Okay, <laughs> Charlie Brown, <laughs> that football's no, not that moving. Was cabaret. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, I, I will say yes I, as well. Cool, because I think it was a good show. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, it was super fun. That's it. That's our yeah. that's our show. <laughs> Thanks for coming to see our show. No, um, but seriously, no. you can come uh, see our show um, on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. This week, March 11th, 2021. Took me a while to get all three of those things in there. Um, we are going to start season two of our live, entirely improvised Call of Cthulhu game, Outlaws and Old Ones. You can check that out. Us three, as well as some friends from Downtime and our occasional co-host Shannon are on that every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash The Outlaws Network. Except for we've been taking a few week break because of the end of season one. And I don't know if we're doing anything this Thursday for a few different reasons. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let you guys know. But next Thursday, for sure. 
We got a Fuck. few projects in the works here that we're really excited to share with you guys. We don't want to share yet, but be excited. Um, they're gonna be they're gonna be fun, and you can find updates on those on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore Are We Friends, all one word. I have been your co-host <laughs> all along, Taylor. I have been your ship of Theseus, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. Ahem. <clears throat> Taylor. Taylor. Oh, and we will uh, talk to you next week. What is Disney, if not money persevering? <laughs>